0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. They're zoning defensively right now. David Ford in the key Brazil with a one-hand dunk. He dunked that one. Over Jeremiah Gambrell. Gambrell 6'3, Brazil 6'10. That one was not fair. Blake with a rebound. Ahead to Arbogast, they couldn't get the shot away before the horn sounded. They tried to get it to the walk on. That's it. Hawks take their season opener. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every
1: time you put a mic in my face, i say Arkansas.
0: And Joe Franklin. who won't go in the shell, who won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103 7, the buzz.
1: My tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a Westie girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good, but you sit it on my taste buds. I get way too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your block, then break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Eat up your per diem, you just got to hate them phone. If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes phone. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest phone. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put lil' baby in a spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell em be humble. Sit down. Sit down, sit down be humble. Sit down. Hold up, be humble. Up, sit down. Hold up, be humble. Hold up, sit down. Be humble. Sit down
2: weekend and we're getting closer and closer until it pops up and i'm gonna have exciting for uh, news for that because listen this weekend with uh, the amount of uh, football and even basketball going on it's gonna be a great day here on the hill great few days here on the hill and we know with arkansas and auburn the football game big game for both teams arkansas still trying to fight for their life and being able to get to bowl eligibility it's a lot easier said than done but that's really where they're at right now. And Auburn is a team that's had their ups and downs and had some good performances and some of them not so good. But uh, they've been winning a few games here as of late and looked like an improved team, especially uh, beating some teams that Arkansas uh, did not beat. So uh, it's a good, it's a big one for both teams as Auburn sits at five and four. Arkansas sits at three and six. So let's talk more about it as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Zach Blackerby of the Auburn Daily as well as the Locked On Auburn podcast. Joining us now, what's going on, Zach? Appreciate you joining us, man
3: man always a pleasure
2: to chat with you, my friend yeah well it is a, it is a pleasure and it's always fun to talk about these two teams meeting, no matter what the sport is, but this particular case is happening in football, so we'll start first off with Auburn so far this year because we know Arkansas fans are really disappointed in how the year's gone, but in first year, coach Hugh freeze, Auburn sits at five and four, uh two and four in conference one both so there's two s e c games in the past two weeks or at least the past two games, so just overall, how do you feel like? Auburn has done so far this year. Are the fans okay with the results so far? Have they been pretty disappointed? Just what's the overall vibe right now in Auburn, Alabama?
3: I think it depends on who you ask. I think everything Hugh Freeze has done off the field has been exceptional. right? And He's been very clear since he took that podium for his first press conference that Auburn was behind when it came to acquiring talent. I think he's done a good job with that since he's been hired. That's just going to take time to really see the fruits of that labor. far as on the field stuff is I think you just said it. it's kind of been up and down they went to Cal Berkeley and had an ugly win but a win nonetheless and then Auburn lost four games in a row against teams that were more talented than them and just overall better than them and then they beat the teams that they've been better than and so I think this one on Saturday is going to be a little bit different because I think these teams are really close John I think they're really really similar both in what they want to do on offense um, and also on defense. So to me, this is going to be probably the the game on this on this year's schedule for Auburn. That I, I think, okay, these two rosters are really really similar. Um, who's going to have a better game plan? Who's going to execute better? That's that's going to really decide it.
4: Coming into the season, there was some concern for Auburn at the quarterback position, and I think most uh, would think going into this game that Arkansas has the advantage there, but it seems as maybe they're getting a little bit more from the quarterback there at Auburn. How would you assess how they've looked from beginning of the season to how they look now at the quarterback?
3: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely better now than it was, but if you're comparing Peyton Thorne to K.J. Jefferson, I If anybody's picking Peyton Thorne in that battle, I I don't know. I don't don't know what to tell you. I think K.J. is by far the more proven and more talented quarterback. But it's better. It's getting better over the course of the season. And Peyton Thorne's been pretty decent at home. It's been, when he's left Jordan-Hare Stadium, just rough and slow starts. I mean, we saw him just give the ball away at Cal. It's up three drives for Auburn to do anything against LSU. Similar story with Texas A&M. Vandy last week kind of the exception, but there were more Auburn fans in that game than Vanderbilt. And so obviously going and playing at Vanderbilt versus playing in Fayetteville against the Hogs are going to be two totally different things. So to me, that's a, that's a big thing that Auburn fans are focused on and worried about is how is this offense going to look on the road away from Jordan-Hare Stadium? And more importantly, how is Peyton Thorne going to look?
4: How often do they incorporate Robbie Ashford into the offense? We know that um, they were doing a little back and forth, but do they put him in in certain situations or maybe packages throughout games still?
3: They were. I don't think that's happening anymore. Um, against, against Mississippi State, Robbie played two snaps. He had two, two carries for, like I think it was eight yards. And then he didn't play at all in the win against Vanderbilt. I'm not expecting him to play. Um, if he does play, it'll be one or two snaps for, like, package-specific things. But early in the season, it kind of felt like Robbie Ashford would be used as a red zone package. Auburn people called it red zone Robbie. He scored three rushing touchdowns in the season opener against UMass. Like, okay, that's what it is. And then he started to kind of becoming, uh, you know, okay, Auburn doesn't score for two or three drives. Let's panic and put Robbie in and let him run the four plays that they actually let him run. It didn't work. Shocker. It didn't work. And so uh, it seems like Peyton has won the job now. It seems like they're doing less and less stuff with Robbie even in practice. Um, In fact, we've seen Robbie slide to the third team quarterback in practice based off of several reports. So I'm not expecting much quarterback carousel at all. In fact, if Peyton Thorne doesn't take a snap, I predict it will be Jarquez Hunter, uh, Auburn's running back that's really on a hot streak that takes a snap before Robbie Ashford does
2: so, Zach, uh, just also looking at, uh, you know, mentioning uh, Peyton Thorne, I'm curious because I haven't watched a whole lot of Auburn football this year except for a few games here and there. But uh, as far as just the passing game, knowing that Auburn's dead last in the SEC in pass offense and uh, so bad where they are, what, what is the issue? Is it just that Thorne's not very good? Is, is it the wide receivers and and the total package just not being able to get open? Like, what is the reason why the passing game has struggled so much at Auburn this year?
3: It's the wide receivers. Then there's a big gap, and then I think it's Peyton Thorne. The wide receivers, going into the season, I said it was a concern, a major, major concern. And this is a position group that Hugh Freeze came in and totally retooled and rehauled and reloaded. They went out and got four transfer wide receivers, three of them veteran guys with a whole, like, we need you to play this year because this is all you have eligibility-wise. And they, it hasn't really worked out. In fact, Auburn's biggest threat at wide receiver – have been a lot of these slot receivers that were already on the roster that he inherited. And uh, uh, Javarius Johnson, he's number six. He's been kind of the most explosive guy. He's been hurt, but over the last few weeks, he's been healthy, and the passing game's taken a step forward, partially because of that, partially because I think Auburn's playing as teams that aren't as good as them from a talent point of view. And then the other guy, Revolta Fairweather, he's technically a tight end, but they line him up at wide receiver. A ton. He's number thirteen. He's the guy to watch. If I'm an Arkansas fan, cover number thirteen, and the offense really, really slows down.
4: How much are they taking shots downfield? We know that they, you know, Auburn runs the ball really well, and so that sets you up for some play action. But as far as straight dropbacks and taking shots downfield, how often are they doing it?
3: Yeah, I mean, they're doing it more over the last two weeks. I mean, if you just were to look at Auburn over the last two weeks, I think you'd feel like they're a good team. And some of it is they're doing stuff that's totally different. They've really opened the playbook up. They're rolling guys over, getting guys open with play calling. And they weren't really doing that over this four-game losing streak where Auburn played A&M, LSU, Georgia, and Ole Miss, Fourteens that they're just not as good as and not as talented as. But against Mississippi State and Vandy, they look great. they throw the football down the field. They had explosive plays, chunk plays, both on the ground and through the air. So I don't know if something just happened and kind of woke this team up or if Hugh Freeze has kind of taken over some of the game plan a little bit more. I think that certainly has something to do with it. Or, you know, I feel like I've already said this a few times, I just want to stress it, um, Auburn was playing against teams that aren't as good as most of the teams in the SEC with Mississippi State and Vanderbilt.
2: i me Zach Blackerby of the Auburn Daily and the Locked On Auburn podcast. Here on Out of Bounds. And uh, Zach, another thing I was just looking at, going can, can just to the numbers and the ranks and everything, looking at the defensive side of things for Auburn. Uh, they have not been great in the rush defense. In fact, they're 12th in the SEC, 81st overall. They give up over 150 yards of rushing per game, so not great. But the pass defense has actually been pretty great, only 202 yards. I know you keep mentioning the opponents that they've played and everything but has the secondary, at least in the safety and the cornerback position, just been really good for Auburn, or has it been more so than just the teams that they played so far this year?
3: I think this is a really good group, right? I mean, DJ James and Nehemiah Pritchett, the NFL wanted them to go to the draft last year. They all have senior bowl invites. They chose to come back and play with Hugh Freeze one more year. Uh, The emergence of Jalen Simpson at safety has been one of the more pleasant surprises from an Auburn point of view. I think Keontae Scott, who was the number one Juco player a few years ago, He's finally figured out a role being kind of a ball hawk in the middle of the field. This is a really good defensive backroom. I said it going into the season that Auburn had a chance to be one of the better defensive backrooms in the conference. And from a from a yardage standpoint and from a turnover standpoint, um, they've really done that. Auburn's forced a turnover now in 18 straight games dating back to last season. And, John, you and I were talking about it earlier today. Uh, Auburn leads the SEC – and interceptions, as well as overall turnovers. So this is this is a group that's uh, not afraid to go up and get the football. Uh, if you overthrow it, Dion Puckett just has a knack for being there when, when when a quarterback's kind of let one sail a little too high. So we'll see. I, I think that's going to be um, – the game tomorrow is going to be close. And I think if, uh, if Auburn wins the turnover battle, or Arkansas, I think whoever wins the turnover battle, and this isn't a hot take, but whoever wins the turnover battle is probably going to win the game.
4: We talked about quite a bit of similarities with these teams that they kind of are mirror images of each other. But, you know, in, in discussing the defenses, it seems like both teams, the game plan should be to stack the box to stop the run and then totally. try to make the other team throw the
1: ball. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly what it is because Auburn, if Auburn has to throw the football to win, I don't think they're going to. And I think we would all agree that we probably trust K.J. Jefferson and Arkansas's passing offense a little bit more than, uh, than Peyton Thorne and Auburn's passing offense. So, sure, certainly, certainly. And, look, Auburn, Auburn has to look at what Arkansas has done in conference play and think we can run the football. We can run the football. Because what Arkansas has given up against SEC teams, it's pretty close to what that team averages over the course of the season. And so when you look at what Auburn is averaging on the ground per game, uh, 190 yards a game, yeah, I, guys, I just think if Auburn rushes for 190 tomorrow, I think Auburn wins. So if you're Arkansas, you've got to find a way to stop Dark West winner.
2: So looking at Arkansas, then, what's kind of what you see? Is it just K.J. Jefferson being the X-Factor? Like, What do you think the X-Factor is for Arkansas and maybe some of the things that they can do uh, to be able to win, whether it's a particular player or a particular position group of where they can really take advantage of Auburn and win this game? Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I, I think Arkansas's defensive backs against Auburn's wide receiver is, is a major mismatch in favor of Arkansas. Um, KJ Jefferson is an easy X factor, so I, I won't go the easy way out. I'll say Arkansas' offensive line, to me, it hasn't been impressive. I think the amount of times KJ's been sacked is kind of proof in the pudding of that. But if they can stop this Auburn pass rush that's kind of trending up over the last few games, uh, I don't think this will be close. So I, I'll put all Arkansas's offensive line as the X factor. That unit's performance may decide
4: the game. Zach, you do score predictions. And uh, so how is how's it being perceived with this game within the Auburn fan base? How are they feeling, uh, the chance of Auburn winning and um, and just kind of some of the, the scores that they've been going through that they think is going to be low scoring or a higher scoring game?
3: Yeah, I mean, I personally think it's going to be lower scoring. I think across the, Arkansas, uh, the Auburn fandom, uh, it's all over the place, I think, as you would expect for any kind of college fan base. But uh, I'm thinking 20-17, to 24-17, um, uh, and, you know, I kind of go back and forth on who's going to win and I, For the sake of this conversation, I'll stick with Auburn. But whoever wins, guys, I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a physical game. I think it's going to be an ugly game at times. But I'm thinking it's going to be a one-score win when it's all set and done.
4: It, the fan base itself, though, or are they feeling confident in this game, or are they kind of mixed on it also?
3: I think they're mixed. I think it depends on, on who you ask. Um, a lot of Auburn fans, uh, a big narrative that's popped up throughout the Auburn fan base is Arkansas beating Florida. Oh, my gosh, they're really good now. And I don't know if I buy that. I think Arkansas could totally win tomorrow. Um, but I don't think it's going to be because they beat Florida on the road last week. I think it's going to be because K.J. Jefferson
2: is the better quarterback. So, Zach, another angle that I'm curious to get your thoughts on is the Travis Williams angle, because I know that sure. Arkansas has been really impressed by him as a defensive coordinator in his first year, and uh, the team really loves him. Players love him. Uh, the defense has had a huge turnaround, and, of course, his connection uh, with the Auburn University. Just uh, what do you make of him? And I know we talked about before the season started when they hired him. Just uh, how do you think the job he's done at Arkansas – so far this year as a defensive coordinator?
3: Well, Arkansas's defense was awful a year ago, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm overstepping, and they're they're pretty solid now. So um, I'm sure there's other factors involved in that, as well as like position coaches that that I'm probably not super familiar with. But Travis Williams, um, I, I mean, I think he's a rising star in the coaching ranks. I think he could do it all. I think he's really solid from a scheme standpoint. I think he's really solid from a motivational standpoint. And the guy can recruit his tail off. He was Auburn's best recruiter for a long time on the plane. I wanted Auburn to hire Sea Will when Hugh Freeze took over. He ended up hiring Ron Roberts from Baylor. But, um, yeah, Travis Williams is, is one of the most likable people on the planet. So you guys have a good one. And I'm sure he still loves Auburn. But, man, I'm sure he'd love to beat him uh, tomorrow. So that's certainly a factor. There's no question about it.
4: Zach, as we get to the end of football season and basketball has started, there's plenty of excitement going on here at Arkansas with basketball coming up. How are you feeling about Auburn and basketball? They took a loss to Baylor, but you know, early season loss against a ranked team. But overall, how are you feeling about Auburn basketball?
3: Yeah, yeah, I'd be hypocritical if I kind of focused on that loss too long because I'm always about you know scheduled good teams throughout the non-conference. I'm glad that Auburn open the season against a real team which i wish more folks did Uh, i understand why they don't but i I wish more folks did because the first the first few weeks of college basketball it takes a while to heat up sometimes but i think they look good right for the for the first time playing together in official in an official game there's a lot of new faces on the sovereign team they've got a true freshman running their offense with aiden holloway and they brought in a bunch of uh, transfer portal guys that are still probably getting used to each other to some extent. So to go up to South Dakota and, and play, well, they had a nine-point lead, which kind of makes the loss still worse. They had a nine-point lead in that game. They probably should have won it. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be excited about with this team. Bruce Pearl finally got some uh, some guys that can score from the perimeter, which we haven't had in a few years.
2: Yeah, since you brought up, uh, Zach, I'm curious, does, does Auburn fans, if the since the season hasn't maybe gone, Greatly, or maybe some of them been disappointed. Does anybody ever just turn the page to basketball? Because obviously, in Arkansas, a lot of fans already have, like just because of the excitement surrounding it. But do fans are to, are they to the level there in Auburn where if if the football year's not great, then they're like, all right, well, we'll just we'll just move on to basketball. Does that happen over there?
3: I think we really saw that two years ago uh, when Brian Carson was here. I, I think there's so much hope and excitement for this off season with what Hugh Freeze has done on the recruiting trail, a top ten class is possible, and then just you know, what's going to happen with Auburn's quarterback situation this offseason via the portal. Um, But sure, I mean, Auburn has a lot of basketball fans. Some are younger basketball fans, John, as you and I like to joke about. But sure, sure, I'm sure there's a section of the Auburn fan base that's already ready to turn the page. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that.
4: What are expectations for Auburn in basketball?
3: I, I mean, I'm thinking fifth or sixth in the SEC. And then maybe, maybe if you're top four, you can get a double buy in the SEC tournament. I think that should kind of be your goal. Um, I mean, it's so, it's so fun going into this basketball season because you could ask 10 different people, hey, name your top three teams in the SEC. And you may get six or seven different teams mentioned, which is really, really fun. I don't think we've kind of been in this situation over the last few years. So, um, I don't know, man. If Bruce Pearl can get some guys that can score like we saw back when, you know, they did the Final Four run with Jared Harper and Bryce Brown, um, I-, I think Auburn could be a top three or four team in the SEC if they can get this offense rolling. Sure.
2: For what you got here, since you I, I got to ask, what do you think Auburn fans would rather have, beat Alabama this year in football at the end of the year or go to the Sweet 16 in basketball?
3: Um. <laughs> uh, that man, that that tournament run was fun, but surely, uh, surely an Iron Bowl win—that'd
2: be—that'd uh, be awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah there'd be no question figured. about that one. That's what I figured, anyways. But hey, I had to ask the question. But uh, hey, Zach, yeah. man, as always, we we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy the game and enjoy the rest of the season. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you later.
3: Awesome. Thanks, guys. I'll have a good
2: one. All right, appreciate it. again that's Zach Blackery of the Auburn Daily, as well as the Locked On Auburn podcast, and yeah, I was. Uh, Start thinking when you talk about basketball and the expectations and the excitement. I'm like, yeah, but I still think they want that Iron Bowl win, man. Even if it just leads to a seven and five year or whatever it may be, like they they want that Iron Bowl. They want to beat Alabama. No they what.
4: may rather get that win and miss the tournament altogether for this season, just
2: yeah, for this season. They
4: they may that may be acceptable for them.
2: Yeah, because that's that's how much it means over there. And uh, they, which you know, every rivalry is always meaningful, but. When you're talking about uh, Auburn and uh, what they've accomplished, and let's be honest too, Joe, like they've they've beaten Alabama a few times when they shouldn't have. And what was it two years ago? Or was it? No, no, it wasn't last year. I know last year they did okay, but two years ago, like they were, they had it in overtime, went on the ropes, and uh, Alabama ended up winning. But still, you never know what that game, man. Especially since it's in Auburn this year, you just never know what to expect. But that's what makes it fun. All right. Well, we just got uh, another segment coming up here on Out of Bounds, and uh, we'll have your Razor update. We have yet to get to that, just a few things, especially with the women's basketball team winning. We'll talk about that, and we'll have more of your phone calls and text messages as we keep it moving here in the final hour of Out of Bounds on an easy Friday show, so stay with us. Service Community Federal Credit Union presents your Razor Hog Update every day on Out of Bounds. Save money with aggressive rates on your next auto loan with True Service online at trueservice.net.
0: This is SportsCenter.
4: Each Division One football team in the state will be playing this weekend with something on the line. Arkansas will have to win out to reach a bowl game. They'll host Auburn tomorrow. Sam Pittman spoke on the SEC Coaches Teleconference about facing them.
5: We know they have a very physical team. Uh, they run a... Similar offense that we do, they're, but they're running the ball at 190, 191 yards a game. So we've got to stop the run there. And then they are a mix and match, and uh, secondary wise, and a lot of blitz and movement uh, on the offensive front.
4: Kickoff for the game is set for three o'clock. Coverage will begin on the bus starting at 11 a.m. Arkansas State is facing South Alabama. The Red Wolves are just one win away from bowl eligibility. Kickoff is set for four. Coverage will be on 106.7 bus Two. And Central Arkansas likely needs to win out to reach the post- season they're taking on eastern kentucky kickoff is set for four o'clock coverage can be heard on the point 94.1 i'm christian weaver with the buzz radio network
5: is your beard the envy of men everywhere
4: Prove it. Arkansas Urology and 1037 The Buzz want to celebrate your locks and honor No Shave November and celebrate men's health with the Beard Bracket Challenge presented by Arvest Bank. Visit ArkansasUrology.com to submit your bearded photo from now until November the 26th for a chance to win a flat-screen TV. We'll post all the beard photos on Facebook, and whichever photo gets the most likes will win. Submit yours today at
5: ArkansasUrology.com.
3: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast.
5: Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. 568-2185.
3: That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.
5: Need a new tractor? Zero-turn mower? Maybe even a new utility vehicle? River Valley Tractor has you covered. With Kubota equipment from River Valley Tractor, you'll find tractors that are rated number one in owner experience to take on your toughest jobs with ease. Find them today at rivervalleytractor.com. Work smarter, not harder this year with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think.
1: Arkansas Brewskies is excited about their second location, and it's time to add to the team. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. To apply, drop by our downtown location and fill out an application. If you want to work in a fun, professional environment, this is for you. Brewskies North is hiring servers, bartenders, cooks, and managers. Apply in person at Brewskies Downtown. For more info, check us out online at brewskiespubandgrub.com. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night.
4: Atenzion, attenzione. North Little Rock Tourism is proud to present the Piccolo Zopé Winter Circus November 9th through November 19th. The Zopé family have been enchanting audiences around the world since traveling the cobblestone roads of Italy in 1842. Piccolo Zopé is an intimate European-style circus, and no audience member is more than 18 feet away
5: from the ring. Feel the rush of the Zopé horses and experience young and old will not soon forget. November 9th through 19th for tickets, go to piccolozopé.com. Thank you
0: same great deals, all new location for Hog's Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hog's Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. I gotta ask, because I've always wondered, why
4: did that happen in Fayetteville, Arkansas? What, what took you there? It's just visiting, so weird. It's visiting just, friends, uh, okay. but yeah, Dixon Street.
0: Dixon Street? <laughs> yeah, Dixon yeah. Street. Was, uh, it'll get you. On 103.7 The Buzz. Yo, remember yo. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize, yeah. like...
1: Yo, yo... I my men and my women, don't forget about the ding Lookin' out the most monster king, y'all <laughs> It's about a thing, uh, yeah. Feel Real good but. with you Yeah, and Yeah, 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 yeah Yeah, yeah, three weeks since you've
0: been looking for your
1: friends the one you and never called you again uh-huh. Remember when he told you he was of uh-huh. yeah. like like bounds here
2: on an easy Friday show but it is not as easy as going on to bet Saracen and betting on everything when it comes to the sports world and if you have yet to download the app I don't know what you've been waiting on because not only do you have Razorback football and Razorback basketball to be betting but you also have all the different sporting events happening across the country and even across the world in some cases cases only with Bet saracen here in the state of arkansas they got a, a college football boost for the razorbacks a little hogs boost if you would like where if you're feeling arkansas at minus two and a half and the over and a 48 and a half total points which is what i'm feeling it's plus 260 you can bet on it right now they have the double r prop plays for both of the razorback football game and the razorback basketball game that you can check out uh, some of them with some great odds and some of them if you're feeling confident about it need to win some money on it No questions asked. They always have the Battle of the Ravine. We know we talked about that with uh, Steve Sullivan, the Henderson State Reddies versus the Washtenaw Baptist Tigers. Yes, indeed, you can bet on that. Same thing with UAPB and their game against Grambling State. You can bet on that. That's what makes it so great having the Saracen app, is not only can you bet on everything in the sports world, but you can also get the great specials here locally in the state of Arkansas for all of the teams. So you need to download it today, start making some money, start having some fun with it. Only with Saracen, you can go on the Apple Store, or you can also go On your Android store to download that, you can visit BetSaracen.com and get to betting that way too. And what's great about it is it's easy to use, it's convenient, it has quick withdrawals, it's easy to transaction, all the money. It's always the greatest. So there's no other app to download in the state. There's only one app. Don't even look anywhere else. Don't download any other app. Just use the BetSaracen app, or you can visit (laughs) BetSarison.com. It is an easy Friday show, again, here on Out of Bounds. I appreciate everybody listening in. I appreciate Zach Blackerby joining us in the previous segment as uh, we were discussing Arkansas and Auburn coming up uh, this weekend as well. And, uh, you know, just continuing with the, you know, we'll have your Razor Hog update here in just a second, but um, continuing to follow and monitor this whole Jim Harbaugh story, uh, this is a weird deal, man. This is just a weird deal all around. Uh, it's This is so the, the statement made from the Big Ten, and this comes from Ross Dellinger, uh, the Big Ten it was taking a response where the NCAA provided them some of the details that they had outlined, and the Big Ten saw it. And the Big Ten essentially is saying that if they let them off the hook, that we'd be playing favorites. It says the conference does not play favorites among its members, is what the statement was from the Big Ten conference, and said that any determination in this matter is based on uh to the exception, the conference took exception to Michigan's suggestion that it's based on prejudice, prejudgment and bias. And the conference does not play favorites among its members, nor does it take actions towards team members based on prejudgment or bias. Failing to act under the extraordinary circumstances could uh, lead the other conference members reasonably to conclude that the conference has chosen the favor over the university and its members is what the response was. So... It's, oh my gosh, it's and it's so bad that where people are very upset because, you know, you're talking about the team was on their way to the game. They're on their way to play at Penn State, and this is when the news breaks. I think that that's also a pretty detrimental thing too, Joe, when you have this happening at this point in time when the team is getting ready for a game, and then you say, oh, by the way, your coach... It's not going to be able to be on the sidelines with you. I think it's the timing of everything, too, that's very frustrating to everyone. So
4: they did expect something, though, uh, because it was put out there within the last couple of days that there was going to be some kind of announcement today and that it would be in the afternoon hours. But, yeah, that is um, something that maybe they could have gotten the word to them a little bit sooner. But, you know, they kind of expected something. But from what we've heard, it's really nothing. I mean... For him to be still at the game and coach but just not on the field with him it's uh it's a little bit of nothing almost at this point well
2: Well, michigan has also confirmed that in their statement that they will seek a court order to fight the decision made by the big 10 that they call hasty and claims it violates the conference's own handbook and so they're going to be taking legal action towards the conference itself So, we knew that was coming too,
4: and that was something else that was expected. (laughs) So, this thing could go on for a while, and uh, Mm -hmm. we could you know get some other kind of announcement where there's an injunction and you actually do see Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines tomorrow.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, that's just you know, I I know it's not going to happen, but again, I think it'd be so funny if like Michigan was just like, all right, fine, we're just going to call the SEC and go join them, like something to that extent. Like, I know they won't, but. Since this is just a conference deal that's happening, uh, and you know with conference realignment, wouldn't that be a good? I think it'd be a pretty interesting threat that Michigan could make. We'll be like, well, just go—not just saying the SEC, but just join another conference. It's like, all right, we'll go. We'll go join somewhere else. We're We're gonna go restart the (laughs) Pac-12. Yeah, they go join the Pac-12, and then they uh, get some other teams to come out there and join them too. Like, uh, just it would be the politics at its finest. Man, that wouldn't that be something? But uh, yeah, I get it. Why they're upset. And I don't know what's ended up playing out that way, but I, I don't know. I just feel like the timing of it was really bad on uh, the Big Ten's part. But we'll see. Want to mention something
4: uh, special see. going on at Corky's? Yeah. They're going to have a day of giving, and it's going to be fifty percent of the sales from. The Little Rock and North Little Rock stores going towards Children's Advocacy Advocacy Centers. And that's going to be Monday. And Morning Mayhem is going to do a live broadcast to also be there and talk about everything going on with them. But 50% of the sales on Monday from Little Rock and North Little Rock stores is going to go towards Children's Advocacy, Advocacy Centers. So... It's going to be a great deal coming up, and uh, you'll be able to listen to the uh, m- listen to Morning Mayhem on Monday as they tell you all about it.
2: Yeah, I know. It should be great. It should be great. I also saw that uh, the CAC staff is going to be creating some promos for it and may even have Daniel Messelman in it. So that will be awesome. It will be awesome for a great cause, and everything uh, should be great there. Yeah, so a uh, good mention there. As, uh, we want to help out. Uh, That that cause, and also our friend Joe Klein and uh, everything that Corky's does for us. So really, really appreciate them as well. Uh, We just got a few minutes, so let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you.
0: Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by... Nine this is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net.
2: All right, so for your Razor Hog updates, we know uh, the Razorback weekend is going to be a big one, but it started out today with the women's basketball team. We talked about it with uh, Steve Sullivan earlier in the show. They had a little bit of a scare, but still were able to defeat Murray State by a final score of 82-79 to 79 in front of an announced crowd of 11,026, which is the fourth largest at home in program history. You're probably wondering, like, what in the world? That game was earlier in the day, and they had that many people there? How, how was that the case? Well, it's because it was their uh, elementary school day because there was around 49 different elementary schools that brought a combined 135 buses to the game itself, and 7,300 kids were at the game this morning. So, really cool thing, and glad they got to see a victory, but uh, yeah, if, if children and screaming give you anxiety... It would have been a place for you to uh, probably to avoid, but still really good to see them get that win and good to see some of the kids in elementary school and the surrounding areas be able to attend that game. Also, uh, in some other news, uh, we know Arkansas is going to be hosting Gardner-Webb tonight, so uh, look forward to that game. You'll be able to listen to it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. And I uh, get to hear old Chuck and Z on the call as Arkansas continues to try to make it possible for them to take care of business and to start off 2-0. and And for those of you who are interested, when we were talking about Bet Saracen. Uh, Arkansas is actually favored by 24.5 points in this game. Uh, it's a lot of points. I like Arkansas's chances to win big, but uh, it's definitely one that Arkansas should take care of business in. But that game is, again, going to be at 7 o'clock tonight. I know a lot of people are going to be making the trip, so be on the lookout for that, as well as for the Arkansas and Auburn game which will be at three o'clock tomorrow. Now, this is a big game for both teams, as we talked about with Zach Blackerby in the early part of this hour. But we know also that uh, there's going to be a, a pretty electric crowd there. At least that's what they're expecting, and uh, this is a thing that where Auburn actually owns the all-time series, 19 to 12 to one. And Arkansas was able to claim a victory last year, 41 to 27 over Auburn. And here's what's a crazy: <laughs> This is also a thing. Arkansas has only beaten Auburn twice in a row. Two other times. And uh that time of course came in two thousand and eleven and two thousand and twelve. Arkansas was able to do that, but this could be another big time thing for them. And also with Hugh Freeze being the head coach, uh he would be able to be coming to Fayetteville once again, but this time with Arkansas takes care of business and in that winning streak that he has against the Razorbacks too. So we should see how it plays out. Uh, Sam Pittman did say that uh he expects Andrew Armstrong to play in this game, the wide receiver. Even though he, we still don't know exactly if his concussion protocol or not, it was a scary moment, but looks like he's going to be ready to go. Uh, Patrick Kutis, however, does not look like he's going to play in this game. You know they're very vague about injuries, and I know that they've been suffering through a few injuries this year, but uh, Patrick Kutis does not look like he's going to be going, and they're going to have to have some other offensive linemen step up. But other than that, and uh, other than the common ones that, of course, we all know have been injured, looks like they'll be relatively healthy. For this game against the Auburn Tigers Which is not everything that you can say at this point in time in the year Especially at that tight end position We'll see uh, if someone steps up Maybe it's uh, someone like Francis Sherman Maybe it's Varkey's gums. Maybe we get Shamar Easter Maybe he steps up But uh, overall the injuries have been impactful for Arkansas And those are the guys that are going to be without This upcoming game against Auburn So there you have it, there's your Razorog update Presented by True Service We will take our final commercial break when we come back We'll get into three and out, some headlines, storylines, things we didn't get into. Close up shop and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. It's all next here on Out of Balance. is the largest holiday gift ever given that's a big deal just like those at the hyundai getaway sales event hey did you know when the year ends so do the deals it's your journey own every mile at the hyundai getaway sales event Get 0% APR for 60 months, plus zero payments for 90 days. Or get up to 2500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now for a limited time, only during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end November 30th. Call 469-613-0227 for details. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time.
4: Focus. And dedication.
5: At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Because we put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agent Paul Killingsworth in Cabot, Jonathan Stone in Lonoke, or Stephen Reeser in Jacksonville today.
0: It's fall, and you know that means schools are back in. Lees will be changing soon. Oh,
1: and it means football!
0: Friday. It's an action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's best warranty, 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance.
5: Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway. And online at chriscranehyundai.com. This
3: is
1: Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Check out River City Flooring in Montmel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. So
5: have you been living life with pain and you keep saying, well, I'm going to go to the doctor, but I really don't want to do the surgery and I don't want to be on pain meds forever. Well, I have an option for you. It's called QC Kinetics. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. I just had a buddy the other day that came up to me and he said, hey, look, I keep hearing your ads. I'm going to give them a try. What's the number? I'm going to tell you right now. 501-222-8440. Look, there is absolutely no reason that you need to keep living with all this joint pain. If you've got hip pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, you owe it to yourself to go by for this free consultation to QC Kinetics. There's people all over Central Arkansas that are using QC Kinetics right now, and it's changing their life. It's giving them their life back. They use properties from your own body to heal your body. So there's no surgery, no downtime, and especially no drugs. Give them a call today for that free consultation. 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Hi, I'm Hunter Bell from Bell Chevrolet. Football season in Arkansas is one of my favorite times of the year. And I think we can all agree that game days are better with tailgating. Fourth quarters are better with game-winning field goals. And the best played games are better with teamwork. And just like on the field, Belle Chevrolet is better because of our people and their dedication to our customers. Shop Belle Chevrolet and BelleChevrolet.com today. Find new roads. Right this way.
2: Welcome to the Million Dollar VIP Club, an all-new VIP scratch-off ticket from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. It's for very important players and is hiding some very
5: impressive prizes, like a top prize of a million bucks and more than $42 in total prizes. Be a VIP today. Ask for the new Million Dollar VIP Club Scratcher. You could play, scratch, and win a million. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. Fire up the grill
0: this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock, Hogs Meat Market, the Steak People. Kane is
1: in the building. Their time
5: is done. It's over.
1: Over? Did you say over?
5: Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real
0: sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are... Boom. Out of here.
2: All right, it is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into, and once again, have to clarify this uh, Jim Harbaugh thing because the way it was being reported by Pete Thamel was not very clear as far as what the statement said from the Big Ten itself. So, it, because originally it was sounding like that he was just banned from the sidelines, could technically still coach from the booth. Well, according to the Big Ten statement, this is coming from the Big Ten website. It says that as the penalty has been imposed, it's effective immediately for the rest of the season. It shall not preclude the university or its football team from having its head coach attend practices or other team activities other than game activities to which it applies. So for clarity, the head football coach shall not be present at the game venue on the dates of games to which the disciplinary action applies. So he's not even going to be able to be in the booth. He's not going to be able to be on the sidelines. On game days itself, he is not allowed to be at the venue although in practices and everything else he could be there. So, to clarify, that one makes a lot more sense because banning him from the sidelines and just letting him do in the booth did not, but wanted to clarify that comment so that way we know that he is suspended or banned, however you want to put it, for the rest of the regular season from any game that Michigan plays this regular season.
4: Pittsburgh Pens are going to retire Yamir Yager's number 68 on February 18th, and he put out a statement and a video on social media that says, Pittsburgh, I'm coming home. He ranks fourth all-time in games played and goals, fifth in assists, and he's only behind Wayne Gretzky in points recorded. And also, um, he's the only – or there's – he's number one in the NHL in game-winning goals with 135 in his career.
2: So last night uh, was a crazy college basketball game. Because uh, James Madison, I'm telling you, like they, they're the ones that took care of business against Michigan State, uh, which was a huge upset. But they had a wild, wild game happen last night, too, where it got sent to overtime because James Madison was able to force overtime being down five points with under four seconds to go. Uh, it had to deal with the turnover and had an offensive foul and and then some craziness that went there. But then it went to double overtime, even though James Madison had a three-point lead with 12.1 to go. They hit a huge 3 and uh, ended up sending it to double overtime. So crazy game last night. But James Madison may look like uh, they're a fun team to watch just based off that alone. But still a crazy thing you don't see very often. The team tying the game up, uh, being down five points in just four seconds to go.
4: Earl Thomas is the victim of identity theft. And it actually was his ex-wife's boyfriend who stole his identity. Now, uh, his name, you know, it's Earl Thomas. The boyfriend's name is Kevin Thompson. So he was arrested on an alleged $1.9 million identity fraud scheme. And uh, he was accused of writing at least $700,000 worth of checks into a new account that was open in Earl Thomas's name. But it was Kevin Thompson who actually opened the account and attempted to put the money in there.
2: You know, it could be a lot worse for your NFL team if uh, you haven't been having a whole lot of success because the Panthers, which, of course, the Panthers have been struggling a lot this year. They've had one of their larger social media followings of fan groups decide to organize a protest on Sunday to, quote, demand a better performance. They call it the March on Mint. And they're going to make their voices heard. They said, they, love our, they said, quote, we love our team, but it's time to demand better performance on the field. So let's show our passion peacefully and push for change. Hashtag March on Mint, Hashtag keep pounding. Hashtag Carolina Panthers. So uh, we've gotten to the point with the Panthers, uh, a good amount of fans to say, you know what? We're going to start protesting. Good luck. But I don't think that's going to lead to anything changing. But at least they're very passionate about it.
4: Rapper Bad Baby she revealed on social media some of her earnings from OnlyFans. She's 20 years old and so she was allowed to join OnlyFans once she turned 18. She has almost 16 million Instagram followers, so a lot of the Instagram followers, they follow her on OnlyFans also. She said she has a 50 million dollar fortune uh, just since joining OnlyFans. So that's just been within the past 2 years. And in showing some of the earnings for the month of April in 2021, she made $18 million. That's one month. And then in May, almost seven, seven mil, June, four mil, July, three mil, August, two mil, September, October. She made uh, a little over a million. And then she made 800,000 in the month of November. But that one month in October 2021, $18 million when she first joined.
2: That's just absolutely absurd. But, you know, some of you who may be listening and may be fans of the animated show The Simpsons, a very iconic, very legendary show that, yes, continues to go on today. And there's been a lot of famous quotes and famous moments and uh, famous memes, whatever it may be. And one of them has always been when uh, Homer Simpson, the dad, uh, strangles his son Bart Simpson in a jo- in a funny way, and it's just been part of it. Where every time he messes up, and uh, he gets after it. Well, there was a TMZ reported that the Homer will not strangle Bart anymore on The Simpsons because times have changed. Uh, there's been an article by not only TMZ but also IGN, the Independent. They said that nobody, that's not going to be happening anymore because times have changed. Blah blah blah. Well, The Simpsons, the official Twitter account or X account. Uh, decided to put out their statement. Then they said, quote, Homer Simpson was unavailable for comment as he was big, busy strangling Bart. And they put out a little cartoon that says, has, that has him strangling Bart saying, why are you little click you you-know-what? So basically what they're saying was is that, no, that's not going to happen. That's not changing. He's still going to be a part of it and stop having quick baiting articles to make that uh, sound right. But, uh, no, that's still going to be part of the show, just like it always been from the beginning.
4: An employee at a robotics company, was crushed as the robotic arm mal it uh, malfunctioned, and uh, what he was doing at the time, his job, he um, he was working on a conveyor belt belt, and he was running some checks on the machine, and it actually malfunctioned, and it grabbed him instead of grabbing what was on the conveyor belt, and pushed him against the conveyor belt, and actually crushed him, and this is something that happened in South Korea, unfortunate. Accident there at work at a robotics company.
2: So uh, you got a you kind of a funny thing with uh, promotions that companies do, and in the NFL, uh, they decided with uh, <laughs> Shake Shack which is a chicken place that they're going to have a little special for you, that if a player does the chicken dance after scoring a touchdown this Sunday, Shake Shack is going to be giving away free chicken sandwiches to everyone. They're offering free chicken shacks for a week with eligible purchase. You can learn more at ShakeShack.com, but the terms apply basically where it's going to be available from November 12th to November 19th. When you spend more than $10, you're going to be able to get a bunch of chicken sandwiches. So uh, if you're around in in the Shake Shack area and someone does the chicken dance, you're going to be able to get you eligibility for a free chicken sandwich. According to
4: Zumper.com, the best, the top ten best cities for singles, Atlanta, comes in at number one, so they're best overall. Bakersfield, California, is said to be the worst city for singles. Gilbert, Arizona, has the highest dating satisfaction rate amongst renters, and New Haven, Connecticut has the highest population of singles at almost 62%. But top five, Madison, Wisconsin, Boston comes in at four, Minneapolis three, St. Louis two, Atlanta one.
2: So, no surprise here, but uh, you know, six Grammys have been nominated already and two Taylor Swift. Album of the year, record of the year, song of the year, best pop solo performance, best Duo group performance, and best pop vocal album, and I don't think anyone should be surprised. She's probably going to sweep the entire dadgum thing, but hey, that's what uh, the Swifties do is that they uh, take over, and it looks like the Grammys are going to be no different whatsoever. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Out of Bounds today. For Joe Franklin, I am John neighbor same sports show, same sports channel next Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you then, and stay tuned for Drive Time Sports coming up next.
1: Hi, neighbor. It's Garen with Shamrock Roofing. Fall is upon us. Don't go into the cold, wet winter months wondering if your roof will hold up till spring. Get peace of mind now. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof, free. The numbers don't lie. Barry Brandt is the GOAT of Arkansas weather.
0: 36 years experience and double the viewers of any other meteorologist. No nonsense, no hype, just accurate.